Well, all the holiday festivities are over. And many of us are evaluating or have evaluated not only our waist sizes, but our mission, our faith, and possibly our attitude toward life in general. I got a Fitbit for Christmas. I always like these little gadgets. I've gotten the cheaper versions, but the Fitbit does it all. It tells you how you sleep. It tells you when to move. It measures how many steps you've taken. It tells you if you've gotten enough cardio. It tells you how many times you've gone up the stairs. It doesn't count the downstairs. It only tells you if you go up the stairs. If you sit too long, it gives you a little vibration on your wrist and says, get up and move. If you haven't taken enough steps in an hour, it tells you to take 52 more steps and you've reached your goal for steps in an hour. The, the premise of this is to take at least 250 steps in an hour and then by the end of 12 hours or 10 hours, however many hours you've set it for, you'll reach your goal of steps in a day. So I got to thinking about this, and I thought, wouldn't it be great if we had a God fit? When we start thinking that our times are tough and we're sad and God isn't around to help us, if we had a God fit on our wrist and we needed to pray and ask him for help and we forget about him because that's when times are tough, that's when we forget about God a lot of times. If God just kind of buzzed us and said, pray, would that help us? We have all kinds of gadgets. We have all kinds of apps on our phone. I've got an app on my phone. It's called First Five. It's kind of nice if you get up in the morning, but you got to remember to click on that app and it gives you a verse and it's really nice, but you, you got to remember it. You got to remember to go to that app and do it. But if it was on my wrist and said, click on it, give me a little jolt, Maybe I would remember to do it more often. So when you get frustrated or sad, if God had a little strap on my wrist and I started thinking negative thoughts and sad thoughts, if he just buzzed me and said, pray, maybe that would help us out. I bet somebody will come out with that one of these days. I probably should patent that before somebody else does. <laughs> My dad used to think of things, and I swear it wouldn't be just a few months or a year later. Somebody would be getting rich on that. I wish, really wish he would have put his mind to paper. But anyway, I believe that, that we can choose to change our attitude about anything at any time of the year, day, week, even hour. He's, it's not just about January 1st. And if we stop and, and just think that God's watching and listening to us every single hour, all the time, we could make our lives better. We could make our lives 
more godly, more prayerful. Because every time we get frustrated, if we would just sit down and take a break and go to God, and I know Randy's going to use this against me, aren't you? <laughs> but if we just stop and go to prayer, our lives would be so much calmer. But anytime people go through a life-changing event, they make a resolution of sorts. And they don't even realize it. But it's a new attitude, be it good or bad, about their faith. When things are going good, you may hear, God is good. But when things are going bad, you might hear, God is not real, or he has failed me. What are your weaknesses? What are your strengths? Do you need to strengthen your faith? Do you need to be more diligent in your devotionals? Pray when you feel like he's failed you. It could just help you out. Now, I'm going to read you a poem of sorts, and I want you to pay particular attention to the words in it because I'm going to read to you this very same poem. But after I've talked to you for a while, I want to see if you could see the differences in it. Today was the absolute worst day ever. And don't try to convince me that there's something good in every day. Because when you take a closer look, this world is a pretty evil place. Even if some goodness does shine through once in a while, Satisfaction and happiness don't last. And it's just, it's not true that it's all in the mind and the heart because true happiness can be obtained only if one's surroundings are good. It's not true that good exists. I'm sure you can agree that the reality creates my attitude it's all beyond my control. And you'll never in a million years hear me say that today was a good day. Now God has something to say about that. There are many verses in the Bible about tough times. And I've pulled out a few just to help us think about that. Tough times are not the times to give up. Romans 12, verse 12, says, Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer. That's where that God fit would come in. Life looks different through everyone's eyes. In fact, who you were, who you are, and who you will become are three completely different people. I am certainly not the same person I was at 16, 22, 52, 42, 54, and I'm not going any farther. 
And as you gradually go beyond the person you were yesterday, keeps life challenges in perspective. Realize that life is like playing a grand piano. The white keys create our happiness, and the black keys denote your troubles. But as you go through life's journeys, remember that the black keys create music too. There are 88 keys on a grand piano, 36 black keys, and 52 white keys. The black keys are usually referred to as sharp and flat. There may be our ups, these may be our ups and downs. But any way you look at it, there are more even flow keys than sharp and flat ones. Pain helps you grow. Proverbs 20, verse 30 says, Blows the heart, cleanse away evil, as do stripes the inner depths of the heart. Sometimes things must change so that you can change. Sometimes you must break a little so that you can get a peek inside to see what an awesome powerhouse you are. Consider a job change. What may have looked like a major devastation was a major opportunity you just didn't see coming. Sometimes mistakes must be made so wisdom can be earned. We all goof up at one time or another, but if we grow from that mistake, it is a true gift. Sometimes you must overcome heartache so that you begin to follow your heart again. Young people fall in and out of love over and over again. Sometimes they feel like they will never be whole again. But when the right person comes along, their heart is stirred in a way that they will never, ever forget. Number three, God has our best interest at heart. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts, and I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future of hope. Don't let your struggles become your identity. Not everything in our life will go as expected it to. This is why you need to pray to be aligned with God's will. Remind yourself that it's perfectly okay to not be perfect. God will never give up on you if you will never give up on him. Number four is negative thoughts can turn into negative actions. Proverbs 23, 7 says negative, says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. Just because you're not where you want to be today doesn't mean you won't be someday. If things in your life aren't happening as you planned right now, that's okay. Maybe it means it's just not the right time. Be patient, have faith, and trust God's will. Whatever it may be, we have all been there. 
mad at the world, even God. We all are somewhat impatient, but God knows what is best, and we need to be able to go to our knees and pray to him for advice. Number six is you're still blessed. I know how to be abased. I know how to be abound. Everywhere in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. That's Philippians 4, verse 12. And we all know this saying, you may have seen better days, but you have also seen worse. You might not have all your wants, but you do have all your needs. You woke up with a few aches and pains, but you woke up. Your life may not be perfect, but it is good. And more good things are coming down the road as long as you keep moving forward. Keep your head up, keep praying, and always look for your blessings. Number seven is God's purpose always prevails. Philippians 4, verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Failure is not falling down. Failure is staying down when you have the choice to get back up. Sometimes you have to fall a thousand times to succeed. All of your ideas that don't work are simply stepping stones on your way to one idea that does. Most people don't get things right on the first try. That's why we have to practice. God wants us to work hard at everything we do in our life, even prayer. Now I'm going to go back to this poem. I'm going to read it one more time for you. I think about the words that I said first. Let's see if you can pick this up. Today was a good day. And you'll never in a million years hear me say that it's all beyond my control. My attitude creates the reality. I'm sure you can agree that it's not true that good exists, only if one's surroundings are good. True happiness can be obtained, and it's not true that it's all in the mind and heart. Satisfaction and happiness don't last. Some goodness does shine through once in a while, even if this world is a pretty evil place. Because when you take a closer look, there's something good in every day. And don't try to convince me that today was the absolute worst day ever. It's all about your attitude. It's all about prayer. And it's all about trying really hard to remember to pray when things are tough. Zig Ziglar says, a great attitude becomes a great mood, which becomes a great day, which becomes a great year, 
which becomes a great life. Will you pray with me? Dear God, please send us out this week with a great attitude. Help us to approach tough times by going to you in prayer every time we get a chance. Just send us a little buzz on our wrist. Send us a nudge in our shoulder, a stir in our heart. Any way that you can get us a message when we need you, just shake us right down to our soul because we need you in our hearts and our souls every single day, be it in good or in bad. We know we need you, but we also need you to remind us in any way that you can. Amen. Can we get the ushers to come forward?